0: G'day everyone, I'm Daniel Ricardo, and you're listening to EFTM, everything for the man.
1: Talking Formula One, Trev along with you, along with Connor McNally and Harry Tucker. Boys, we last talked just after the Australian Formula One Grand Prix was meant to be on, and we, we haven't even had a race since, and Harry, the silly season is more than well underway. What a crazy, literally, few days we've had.
0: Mate, I'm to be honest now, I'm a little bit disappointed that the silly season, the start of it's just ended, because I was enjoying <laughs> all the rumours. I was waiting for Alonzo to come back to Ferrari, and now that's not happening, we, we're we going to have to stick with what we got. Because
1: we, Connor, we, we got on the Twitter and said we should do a show quickly, because Seb's left Ferrari, and in the three days two days <laughs> yeah. it took us
2: to organize to get together the that gap has now close yeah exactly and uh we don't even know where seb's going to be going in in 2021 so there's, there's a few
1: ideas but uh that, that, let's let's start with that why do you think he left but just just straight up do you think it was money uh number one slash two driver kind of controversy or longevity of ferrari career, basically
0: I think all three. Yeah. Uh, a mixture of it anyway. I don't yeah. know which played the bigger impact of it, but definitely a, a bit of all of it. Um, he clearly wasn't happy with how he was being treated with Charles last year. Yeah. Um, I don't think the car's been looking too great. And, and Ferrari's very much been open about its disdain towards the, the new budgetary regulations. So,
1: Do you really think it's a smart move, though? I mean, you're, you're a squillionaire, so he doesn't need money, but he's not going to go somewhere and earn a fifth of what he was earning before. He's unlikely now to find a car with better performance than Ferrari had. Like well, I don't, I'm, I'm a bit perplexed as to whether or not he'll actually find a seat. I'll be honest, I don't, I don't know that he'll be driving in
2: 2021. Hmm, that, that's an interesting take that you you have there, Trev. Because we were talking about it on Twitter a few days ago, just between us, and we're saying, well. The other only other option that he has is potentially that Aston Martin team that you know the Strolls have set up, and oh. of course Toto's got a stake in Aston Martin as well. So there's, there's no way you think old Junior Stroll is going to get the boot, though, right? Oh, absolutely not. Y- and you only got to think, well, what's going to happen to Checo? That's Sergio uh, Perez. Well, Checo's on contract, yeah. for 2021. That's
1: that's why I found it interesting that Formula One tweeted that <laughs> the picture of the of the driver market that's that's confirmed because it's only Charles Leclerc. Carlos Sainz, Daniel Ricciardo, Lando Norris, Max Verstappen, Esteban Ocon and Checo that have and Lance Stroll. Let's in. not pretend that Lance yeah, Stroll
0: isn't signed. Isn't
1: it interesting that they that, that he's not actually physically signed and do you think that if Seb was an option old daddy might oh. brush his son? I don't know, I can't oh. see it. I, I, that's I, what I mean. That's why I don't see Seb in Formula 1 in twi- unless mate, unless he he goes to Mercedes. And tries to take one over um, Lewis. It just doesn't
0: make sense. We've got this little gambling ring um, going on with a few friends about the (laughs) seats and stuff. And one of the things that that second Mercedes seat is one that no one can agree on. There's a few people who think Seb... I think they're not going to move it because Lewis will want his last last hurrah to break the record. Absolutely. And they're not going to want to upset him there.
1: But... To, to see, here's the other challenge, and we'll get to Ricardo and everything in a minute. But the thing that blows my mind is we have to remember that 2021 is actually just an extension of 2020 mm. now, right? It was to be that this whole driver market shakeup was because regulations were changing, engine manufacturers were changing in some cars, the cars were going to be completely different new aero, new rules, new regs, everything, right? And that was the whole okay, so if Ricardo goes to wherever, um, it, you know, when we were speculating even at the end of his contract, before there was any other drama, it was like, well, maybe it's a fresh start at wherever he goes. But now, wherever Seb goes, before we talk about Daniel, wherever Seb goes is just a 2020 car for 2021. uh, It's not like someone's suddenly going to become competitive against Mercedes in 2021, are they? I think he's doing a sabbatical.
2: That's I would that's, say yeah. the same. He's going to do a Prost, like what Prost did in '92. He took us a battle, came back to Williams in '93, and won the world title. And then retired on his own laurels. So, uh, yeah, can you do that in 2020? I don't though? think he can, uh, though. Okay. Maybe it's maybe. a different era. That's
1: like people thinking Fernando, like you said. Do you reckon Fernando'll come back? I don't think he can now. I think it's done. Oh
0: look, I think if he went to Williams and said you've got a seat for me, they'd have one for him. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't anything. think he, I don't think Fernando <laughs> don't. is ringing Williams. No, no. But no. If, if he desperately wanted a seat, he could find one. Is what what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: I don't think he's that desperate now. I mean, I know that his name's been tossed up in the air quite a bit of late in the driver market, but I just can't see Fernando coming I back in Formula One. He's almost 40 now, so he's pretty much on the you know, the the you know pasted stage. But, so but have you seen him tweeting Renault stuff recently?
1: Mm. Yeah,
2: there was a couple of those yeah. funny things that but were kind of hints. And he, and he has history of Renault as well. So Yes,
0: but the only thing there is Cyril's been pretty – he's said it a few times now that the next driver they're going to – put in that Renault seat is going to be a Renault academy driver.
1: So, Daniel's moved on. Okay? So Seb opens up, Carlos goes to Ferrari, Daniel goes to McLaren. Now, this in itself opens up a whole range of questions about could Daniel have got to Ferrari? I I personally, just for the just for the, you know, the nostalgia of it, would have loved to have seen an Aussie in red. Yeah?
0: Mm, but, absolutely.
1: But really, do we want to see Daniel Ricciardo alongside Charles Leclerc because he's always going to be second fiddle? Whereas, as I said last night, um, Carlos has absolutely no record in Formula One other than one podium, so he's a number two support act at Ferrari behind Charles. Whereas Daniel is a Grand Prix winning, multiple podium, pole position. He's a Grand Prix driver with credentials who can be a number one driver alongside Lando. And so, from Daniel's point of view, even if because we don't, we'll never know who really made the the chess move that. That put it in places where we are today. Did Carlos sign first, or did Daniel sign I, first? I reckon it might have been Daniel because I Zach think so too. Zach
0: Brown's been trying to get him for two or three years now.
1: I genuinely think Daniel went really. I could earn twenty mil or fifty mil. Who cares about money at Ferrari and be a Ferrari driver? But Charles is pretty good, and he's clearly their chosen one. Uh, do I want to be that guy? Do I want to do that again? I don't no. think
2: he would have wanted to do that Correct. all over again. So, he's so he's, Zach,
1: I'm I'm there. That's, I, I genuinely think he went, yep, no, I'm there. I want to be mm. at McLaren.
0: And I think that McLaren car is on the up. They well, are. It did,
1: it, it did as well as Renault
2: last year. And it's going to do as well as Renault this year, if not just a touch better, isn't it? And the fact is, they beat Renault last year. They were a Renault-powered customer team, mm. and they beat the factory outfit. That says a lot. And but, then how it works. Sainz was 6 was wasn't he? Yeah, six. Yeah. yeah. Six in the World Championship.
1: Yeah. yeah. But here's my biggest challenge with 2021. Going back to my comment about what 2021 is. McLaren have an engine deal with Mercedes for 2021. Mm. That was meant to be in the back of this fancy new Mm. car that everyone's designing. 2021 is now just, oh, let's just keep going with 2020. It's basically, let's not bother developing the cars. How do they squeeze? Do you remember, was it Drive to Survive where they showed, might have even been McLaren, but they were talking about how hard it was to integrate the Honda engine Mm. into McLaren, and so, it was so that, was, that was their biggest drama, was just integrating the engine into the car. How are they going to integrate a Mercedes power plant into essentially the current car in 2021? Oh, I don't know that they're ready for it. I don't think mm. 2021 is going to be as good as we might hope for McLaren based on this year and, and last year, because they've got yeah. a new power plant that they may not have been ready for.
0: But it's also not going to be... He's not going to get any better at Renault either. And at least being Spot in McLaren on, yeah. a year early yeah. means he can help with the development for the next And they
2: year.
1: have said multi-year deal, haven't they?
2: I think they have, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think he would have been dead wood at Renault still this yeah. year. Because yeah. we knew last year, his performances, yes, there were some glimpses of hope. But the fact of the matter was, the car was an absolute dog compared to what it was in 2018. Mm. So you know i think ricardo has realized he's done a weber when weber went to williams and had those two years pretty much in the doldrums and yes. now this is the time to redeem himself That's and good shine point, actually yeah so you know to me this is ricardo's weber moment yeah but does it come well, out as rosy on the other side yeah. you know, let's, let's, weber, we'll have to see weber got
1: to fight for a world championship in 2010 i'm not i just oh, cuz daniel daniel was on the record this in the last few weeks saying he you know, essentially, he was only doing it because he still thinks he can win a world championship, and he can't think he, if he doesn't think he can win a world championship, he's not going to keep driving. Mm.
0: Where do you place him on the grid? Where do where uh, do you uh, think if, you, if you were to if you were to who is the best driver on the grid? Lewis,
1: Lewis, Charles. You think Charles second? Definitely. I can Max. Max. I have to, I have to agree. Yeah, I Max.
2: I would have to agree. Yeah, it would be overall uh, Lewis, Charles, and 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 Max. Lewis, Charles, Max, ah. and then I'm oh, then I put
1: Daniel at four.
0: I I, I still put Daniel over Charles.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah.
2: On what grounds?
0: Um I just think consistency. Yeah. Um everything that happened wrong with him last year was not was, was due to the car.
1: I, I mean, I I guess I'm not saying that for for raw performance. I'm just saying in terms of the driver market, yeah. That's their value proposition, yeah. right? If you're valuing drivers, that's where they're at. Is Daniel a better driver than Charles Leclerc? Clerk? Maybe. Like, I don't, I don't think we'll ever know until we know in that he's in, a, he's in a decent car and battles with him. And that's the shame of not being at Red Bull this year, that yeah. last year. If he'd have stayed at Red Bull, we would have been able to answer that question much better because I reckon Charles is better than Max because of the battles on track we saw with Charles and Max. Charles is a better all-round driver. He has the speed. Max has the speed. But I think Charles is a better driver overall, which is why I think in those few battles they had, I think he overall came out on top. And I think Daniel missed the opportunity in 2019 yeah, to, he made to a show that. He made the mistake. Yep. And, and do you know what? It is a mistake. Now that we look on it, it was definitely a mistake. But he earned a shitload of money.
0: He earned a lot of money. And who knows, maybe that's the thing that ended up him at McLaren and he wins the World Drivers' Championship with McLaren in two years' time.
2: Mm, I would like to see that. I would like to see that. But have you noticed that Renault have come out, I think their, their, their um, managing director uh, of the team came out with a... Uh, very unveiled swipe at Ricardo. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. What did he say?
1: Um, oh. Wow, see, that's interesting. And while you find that, uh, you mentioned the Renault Academy. Like, people talk about Alonso and stuff. It just makes perfect sense that they go, right, we've got Esteban, who's, you know, basically mm. Toto's boy. Um, let's just put one of our guys. Go- because they've and got they've a got, solid well, F2 program the, and, and junior program The guy everywhere. that's
0: most likely is, is Zoe. Yeah. And he's got a bit of money behind him as well. And, oh, does he? And which Renault... Need. Has been very open that they want some more of. Right. So if again, in my little driver gambling ring, we've got going with some friends. He's he's <laughs> who
2: I've got my money on for that. Yeah, second I, I'd seat. I'd, he'd
1: be he'd be my bet for Renault as well.
2: Okay, I've got the quote. So uh, a bit above, um, the managing director of the Renault team, he made no reference to Dan in his quote with the announcement, but he in, instead highlighted um, the team, the loyalty, the value of the mm. loyalty to the team. He said. I quote, In our sport, and particularly within the current extraordinary situation, reciprocated confidence, unity and commitment are, more than ever, critical values for a works team. I'm confident that season 2020 will allow us to accomplish even more together. Unquote. See, I
1: thought the announcement, I was actually... Recording yesterday with Fennec, uh, my other podcast, and as the email came through, and I kind of lost my shit. I'm like, <laughs> I can't, can't keep going. I need to,
2: and because th- uh, swearing, swearing on, on off limits, is it or? Uh, well, I mean, you know,
1: on the other show, I don't swear, so it was, it was an awkward moment. <laughs> um, the because the, the headline took me by surprise. Renault and Daniel Ricciardo will not continue collaboration beyond <laughs> 2020. Like it's like he's an he,
0: he's an artist with the Nike shoe collection or something
1: yeah it just it kind of it it did and that that's actually where that quote is too it just feels a very weird way to announce a driver departure now and I know it's all chess pieces someone has yeah. to go first and all that and and Ferrari wants to end like they want to be the last chess piece to fall in terms of announcements but I did think it was a very strange announcement. If I'm Daniel now, having probably sacrificed a 10 million or so in, you know, wages this year because they all came to an agreement mm. that they'd all be good and help the company and stuff, I'd be going: Did we have to sacrifice that money? Give me everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give me I, everything,
2: and I'm leaving. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're a state-run and owned company. Deal with it. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I think maybe he might want to stick it up them a few times throughout the season. Maybe even give a, uh, one of his legendary you know, comical digs at them once he leaves the team at the but end is of he, But
0: is he really that unhappy with them as, like, people?
2: Reno.
1: Yeah. I don't think so, no. I, know. I no. just feel like
0: he's just like, look, we, did, just we, like, did, no. we didn't get where we thought we were going to get.
1: I reckon Dan's probably just sitting there going, listen, I don't see how you're going to do any yeah. better. You didn't really improve throughout the year, even though you... Because you've got to remember, he would have had a, you know, PowerPoint presentation from Cyril that went through how they were going to improve over the next two years. Yeah. And and he's half halfway through that plus testing for the second year, going, I'm not sure. So he's basically gone, yeah, it's not what I want. And he's essentially agreed to them and
2: just waited for the for the hammer to fall on everything else. Exactly. And the other thing is, too, they'll probably now put all of their energies into Esteban Ocon. For the rest of the year, once yeah. the season starts up again.
1: so Similar to way Red Bull did when, when he announced that he was leaving yeah, there. Exactly. It just became a nothing. But he, but he would know. That. He's, not, he's under no illusion that he's going to get. He's probably loving that. Yeah. He's like, you know what? So I've just had three months at home on the farm training. Then I get to go back to Europe and basically not have to do much other than do media interviews about how he's leaving. But he's not going to have to do any team. You know, they're not going to do those silly videos because they're not going to want him in any of that stuff. They're just going to make Esteban the guy. And, exactly. and come the end of the year, they move into potentially a very short break before the 2021 season. Mm.
0: See, the worst part about this happening right now, though, is that there's no Drive to Survive crew around anyone to film everything.
1: But is there? I don't know. I mean, what's being done? I mean, mm. there's certainly, like I've thought about it, you can't, like, if I'm Drive to Survive producers, I'm at least calling freelancers in Perth and saying, yeah. can you go out there and, you know, get some thoughts or something? It, it'd be horrific if next year's show, A, doesn't happen, and B doesn't capture this because Mm. this is the moment of the year. Everything else is going to be boring. I don't care what happens. This is the most exciting thing to happen in in Formula One this year. (laughs) Oh, by far. Because uh, the thing is, if you look back at the driver lineup, um, let's just assume Valtteri and Lewis stay put for 2021. I think so. I think 2020, they're all going to be a lot of one-year deals. I
0: think George Russell, 2022.
1: A lot of of one-year deals because like what, what what point in changing mm. when the new regs aren't in yet, right?
2: Okay, if you say George Russell do Mercedes in twenty twenty two, where do you think Valtteri will go? I don't. I don't know. I don't oh, care. Bye. <laughs> Hass, who cares? <laughs> it's if like ha- if Hass is still there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, oh,
0: isn't there? What's the? There's a new team that's coming twenty two.
1: Is there really though?
0: Well, they they released a statement only like a month or so ago okay. saying they're still keen on it. It's who what are they? Keen. Who is it again? I don't know. Oh, yeah.
1: I, oh, I was. don't believe it until I see it. Because yeah. remember, remember. Peter Windsor and the USA team, like, way before Haas? You know, it was yes, all so going to happen and then it didn't happen? It never happened at all. I yeah. don't know that it's that easy to bring a team in. Is Alex Albon a guarantee for Red Bull?
0: I, I reckon he, they'll give him the, the three or four races he'll probably get this year as the...
1: I don't think they've got a, a backup plan. That's their problem.
0: Yeah, because the they're, they're Toro Rosso or well, Alpha Tori guys aren't good enough to be no, up there. Both of them had to go. They're rejects. <laughs> so I also think Al- one of them... One of those Alfa seats is going to go to that Japanese FP2 driver. Honda's, yes. um, what's his name again? Uh, Sonoda? Suno-
1: I'm taking your word for Sunoda, it. Sonoda, I think his name is. Because okay.
0: Honda desperately wants a, a Japanese driver with a with the engine.
1: Yeah. Oh, I just find it fascinating that the whole market is changed and we haven't even had a race this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Which
1: leads me to the big question of what the hell's happening? Like, you're, you're probably following it closer than me, Connor. I don't... I don't even know what's happening because they say, like, June, July, mate, Europe is still overwhelmed by coronavirus. Absolutely. How the hell can they have a race? And I'll put it to you this way. I, I may not be able to find it quick enough, but I um, emailed the Department of Home Affairs because I thought, what are the rules about leaving the country? Mm. Like, Daniel Ricardo is in Australia, and you can't leave Australia You've got to get a special exemption from Border Force.
0: For essential travel. For yeah.
1: essential travel. Now, okay, his job is essential maybe, oh, but...
0: Like they've given the Warriors and stuff in Rugby League the all-clear to come in. Like, I'm sure...
1: I think I think it'll simply be, if you want to come back, yeah. <laughs> then it's 14 days. But then it, I
0: also think if they come back, it's going to be just all European races. They're not going to leave the continent.
1: Yeah, you think? Yeah. Well, how's that safe?
0: <laughs> well, no, in the sense that they can avoid, like, crews on, like, commercial air travel and all that sort of...
1: Yeah, so how do you
2: do? Like you talk about the NRL and the AFL and stuff with all their their. Um well, speaking of which, the AFL has announced that they're going to be resuming their competition on June eleventh. So,
1: so they're they're doing it slightly differently to the NRL. I think they That's were they're all they're in doing Victoria, this whole they? plan. Yeah, they're all going to go to a, a hub area. That's like what is I believe. That, yeah. How does that work, for Formula One? Because, you, like in AFL and NRL, they were talking about locking down families mm. and everything as well. Like, mm. how do you lock down the sport? Because remember, this all. Went pear shaped because of a couple of people in the McLaren team. Yeah,
2: you know. So how and do you lock down the entire sport? Exactly. And now you've got his um, uh, His Royal Highness or His Serene Highness uh, Prince Albert. He he contracted COVID nineteen. Yeah, you know, which basically meant that the Monaco Grand Prix. Was cancelled. Yeah. So there's a race that when we talked in the first <laughs> podcast, <laughs> so you said that was a race you didn't want. Yeah, you Man, got your wish. we got our wishes there. You're <laughs> all welcome. I, yeah. I
1: just don't. I think yeah. You stay so you stay on the continent. Um, you're just racing European Grand Prix yeah, Anything you can take a truck to. Yep. Um, which is fine. Um, they have strict quarantine so that the people coming into and out of the pits are you know essentially only from the Formula One teams. There'll be no fans, and
0: they'll obviously try, cut out some non like non essential crew members and things. But like But still,
1: that. there's. Hundreds yeah, and hundreds of people. There's media that have to be there just to cover it. Um, so I don't. Do they I limit
0: press passes as well? Like
1: how? Who? Like which? How do they determine who gets in and who doesn't? I don't know.
0: I don't Who do they, they piss think, off and who do they don't? I don't think EFTM podcast is going to get in. No, I
1: don't. That's it's, that's definitely not going to happen. I'm not going to Europe anyway. I mean, I'm not flying until 2021. I'm not going anywhere. There's, there's no. I don't want to leave this safe haven of Australia. <laughs> it's too good. You know. There's no. There's no corona everywhere. So exactly. I just don't know how. You have a sport of this scale. See a football team. like talk about bringing about football tournaments and stuff over there. Empty stadium, like 25 players or so, bunch of officials. It's a very, mm. it's a actually a small number of people to vet to potentially test or whatever. Is that what you do? Like, do they have to test everyone? Yeah. There's not even a you know an immediate test available well, yet.
0: It's, it's interesting if you take a look at what the the NBA is looking to do in the US. They're looking to one of the options they've got is to literally book out Disney World in Orlando, and that's Have that's everyone live there everyone's going to live there that's they're going to build courts and that's going to be where they are for however many months to finish the season off yeah um and but that's the thing the whole thing's based on testing when you get in and regular testing and everyone staying in the one spot formula in, in 1 in
1: this case it's like yeah. okay we had a grand prix that was successful we don't now want, you've all got to yeah. go back and even if it's next week like i i just don't yet see it i don't yet see formula 1
2: coming back i don't yeah. think so either. i mean Yeah, I don't see the British Grand Prix even happening at all this year. You think
1: about the dramas the NRL's had with a couple of blokes who didn't want to get a flu jab, right? Mm. And then imagine the scale of Formula One, and not just flu jabs, but just a case, a single case, Mm. shuts down the pit lane.
0: The only thing now compared to what happened in March is that we're all a million times more aware of what's going True. on. Yeah, yeah. There are different people will be forced to wear different, you know, PPE, um, better social distancing. Yeah. Like th- we've learned a lot in the last couple of months. That, that's the only thing that gives me hope. So what's
1: the minimum viable product for a season? But, what, they it was going to be twenty-one race. No, but in, in our minds, oh, right? Our minds, yeah. So in our, it, it was going to be a twenty-one race season. That's way too many, anyway. It could, have, it could have been sixteen or eighteen. There's no drama there. What's the minimum viable product for a Grand Prix season to make to, to ensure that the world champion is not tainted? Yeah. So if Charles Leclerc wins the 2020 Formula One season world championship because it's a ten-race mm. season. Is it a
2: genuine world championship? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. At least you got some races done. And so. it's, it's
0: not like you had luck in one or two races. You still had to do well in another, you know, another bunch. So
1: 10? I can even like 8. You reckon they could do 8 and call it a world championship?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm in a Because any, I think, what would you call a fluke? Like how many races do you need to do well in to be a fluke?
1: Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, that's just me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so if you're doing, if you're doing, you know, seven to ten, I think you, you you have to have more than a couple of flukes to to be the driver's champion there.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. So you know, if Lewis wins them all. We know it was just another season. Yeah. But if Charles wins four out of eight and comes second and third in the others and is consistent and finishes them all, whereas Lewis is able to win the other four and DNF's in a couple or something, yeah, then that's it's a deserved World Championship exactly, regardless. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly, yep. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I just worry that it's always going to be tainted. I guess it is. No, look.
0: Even if it is I think it's already
2: tainted regardless yeah, of what's yeah. going to happen now. So, But um, even if it
0: is tainted, don't you still want the racers
2: back? <laughs> I think everyone's <laughs> itching to get back and do it. Everyone is very, very keen to, to be racing again. And it's not just Formula One. It's every other sporting code. But Connor,
1: and, and I assume, Harry, you've been watching some as well. The esports has been very good. It's been
2: really yeah. good.
1: Of all the sports, we've got the ability to go, Yeah, we're gonna watch a race. On yeah. a Wednesday night, I'm sitting down and watching supercars. Yeah. And mm. loving it. And, and I, I think it's silly how the cars, you know, there's such big accidents and stuff, but of course that's gonna happen when there's no consequences. But yeah. I, I think it's been awesome. Oh, I've and, loved and Lando it. being involved. He's he's been an absolute far out. and Max. And as Max well. was in it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I think Lando was passionate about it yeah.
0: though. Oh Lando loves it. There was uh, was all those jokes on the on Reddit on the Formula One subreddit about look, we can just get rid of him from McLaren put Vettel <laughs> there and he'll be happy just doing esports <laughs> for the rest of his career.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> <Mate>, if he <laughs> could make money out of it, he'd be happy doing <laughs> it, I reckon. But
2: it it ha- it has been the saviour for motorsport. It, it has been. And I think it's one of only a few sports that has been able to sustain itself. Oh, yeah. Well I was a doing... Weight, um, outside of the real world. I
1: haven't written about this yet, but I did a um, fucking Zoom call last night with Nissan the Formula E drivers, Sebastian Buemi and some other dude I've never (laughs) heard of. (laughs) I'm going to say Oliver Rowland. Future world champion. Uh, uh,
2: um, Yeah, EDAM's Nissan, yeah.
1: Anyway, um, and the boss of Nissan Motorsport, a couple other journos, and it was just a conversation about you know eSports because I assume they realize no one knows they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm sitting there going, "Oh, so this is not an announcement. You've been doing this and you're just trying to draw attention <laughs> yeah, to it." Yeah. Anyway, they were, you know, they were talking about how and the the Oliver dude, the other driver on the Nissan team was like, "No, this is great. It's keeping me it's keeping me alert. It's not training me in any way shape or form, but it's keeping me alert. It's making me learn how I like, need to challenge myself and qualify because it, it makes me nervous. It's Oliver Rowland, by the Boom. way. I'm, on, I'm so aware of Formula E. <laughs> um, but the dude that runs the Nissan Formula 1, Formula E team said, we're the only sport uh, whereby the video game is a true representation of the sporting uh, control. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you can't play we FIFA. You, Cristiano Ronaldo, or whatever no. their names are, can't play FIFA and say, and be beaten by Harry Tucker and think that he's a worse football player as a result. Yeah, he should, though. Whereas, w- whereas if I beat Lando Norris I'd be like shit man yeah.
0: well don't forget <laughs> sorry I, I covered the Nissan GT Academy for yes. a few years and went to Silverstone with them that where they awesome. they trained the the video game guys to become real drivers That's and he had right. like Jan Mardenbra now he was a test driver for he had like a brief um, test driving stint I think with Red Bull yep. for like one the start of one season and then who was at that point with uh, had the Renault or Infiniti sponsorship, whichever one. Yep. And then now he's racing, is it Super GT? Yep. in Japan, A lot of them are still doing
1: it. And, and, and we
2: he haven't a raced stri- a car in his life. And we had an Australian win. Matt Simmons. Yeah, Matt, Matt Simmons, Matt Simmons yeah. who actually did our E-Series, uh, Speedweek E-Series, last uh, two years ago, in fact, and won that. And then he's gone on since then to race in TCR Australia for Mildon Motorsports. So. Yeah, he, he did, he raced GT3 in Europe for a bit a Correct, well. yeah, yeah. Full season for Nissan. So yeah, he uh, did.
1: He, like, he, it hasn't ended up in a genuine, I guess, professional uh, big career for mm. him, but he's still making money as yeah. a race driver. Absolutely. That's what matters. Josh so Muggleton is another one. He's doing both now. Yeah, Matt is doing kind of both. Oh,
0: man, I was there when, I was in, at the race in Silverstone when Josh Muggleton got stuffed there. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, that
1: was he heartbreaking. But he's a damn
2: good driver. Yeah. Very, very good.
1: But that's what's fascinating about this is that we can... You can kind of get people interested. Like my wife, we were watching the e series on. We got an eighty-five inch TV, and we were watching the you know Fox coverage. My wife goes, "Oh, where are they racing?" And I went, mm, "That's a computer game." And she <laughs> goes, "Oh wow!" Like I notice it, you
2: notice yeah. it, but genuinely, you walk past it, and
1: then it, it looks pretty friggin'
2: good. I, and I'll tell you something as well. It's not just Lando and Max oh, no. that have been racing. You've had Jensen Button and yeah. and Charles Leclerc. or well,
0: Jensen wasn't did, very good, though. He wasn't
2: very, but he did. They did the SRO. Esport GT series, which is uh, which the second round was held last weekend, and uh we're Speedway's also doing the highlights of of that show and the first rounds on this Sunday on on SBS if you want to tune in. But uh the racing's not that bad. I mean, Leclerc, you know, he was in there just to, you know, have a, you know, have a bit of fun yeah. and just tack on well, some of the gt I,
1: I so the Formula E, what they did, they've got the same setup as me, like a play seat, and they've actually put them like a crate and they've shipped one to every driver. Mm-hmm. So every driver's got the same thing. Whereas in Formula 1, they've essentially relied on a bunch of drivers having kits and, you know, rigs and setups. Did you see
0: Bordas' rig? <clears throat> no. He would have spent, like, well into the seven figures to get that going. Or and a sponsor know, has spent on, on him, him anyway. <laughs> but, then, but
1: then you go Rick Kelly in the, in the supercars, built it out of wood. And yeah. it's funny because it was funny the first time he had the camp chair, but it slowly evolved <laughs> and he's got, a, he's got a better wheel, he's got the shifter, he's got the better screens now. Yep. But you know what? Out of all of them, I pay c- most credit to Jamie Wincup, who clearly is completely out of his depth. Completely out of his depth. But he's there every race. He turns up every race and he does it. Even yeah. though he's not winning, he's he's getting better, but he's doing it. But see Formula One, never could they get them all on the grid. I oh, know what no way Lewis would jump on. Because Lewis grid. is nah. sponsored by PlayStation, so it's probably yeah, enough yeah, yeah. to just make it not happen with GT Academy, GT sport. Um But you know, and Daniel, I don't think could give a shit about
2: sim racing. Uh, Can you? Do you reckon Kimmy's even? I don't don't, don't know. I I reckon Dan would just do it for shits and giggles. I think think he'd be like like David Reynolds. Yeah, 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 yeah. and the same for Kimmy. It's like, oh, it's like a, it's like anything for me. You know, I just do it for fun. (laughs) (laughs) This is my hobby. It's a hobby. (laughs) Best part of that
1: show. (laughs) (laughs) But I just think that that's what Formula One has lacked. I think Formula One has lacked bringing the sport. I know they've kept the sport alive. But I think they've they've not been able to keep the driver connection, the team connection alive. Yeah. Bit too high among profile fans. for their own good.
2: That's well, that's right. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like it it's been, it's it's been too homogenised for so long, and you know it's like. No one comes together in, in the Formula One paddock, not like that. Probably in the eighties or nineties, you know. It's mm. a very, very strictly regimed kind of uh, attitude right now in the sport. And uh, you know, I thought this would have been a great opportunity
1: yeah.
2: for the sport to come together in in that particular sense and, and do an esports. I know we, I know we have an esports championship for Formula One, but we don't have all the drivers. Mm. I think it would have been great if we had all the drivers. I, I've
1: by. only watched one of them. Yeah, look, that's that's how disconnected I am from the sport. I've only watched one of the Formula 1 eSports, the I first one. I forgot it was still going. Well, yeah, is it? I, I don't really know. take
2: much notice, but it's interesting. Like you Whereas, look whereas at every week I watch the supercars, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and I normally don't watch the supercars. And what about, f- what about IndyCar? <laughs> what about IndyCar? They no, wrong ind- time of the day for me. Okay,
1: no. fair I right don't wrong. care about IndyCar anyway. I mean, I, I like it, but I'm not getting up for it.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same, <laughs> same.
1: But speaking of, uh, of eSports, you've both had a crack at F1 2020 at the Zandvoort track. How good is having a new track? And how disappointing is it that we're probably not going to see it in in real? I guess we might. Have they ruled that out yet? Not yet. They've ruled out Hanoi.
2: They've ruled out Hanoi. They've ruled out Monaco, of course. So win for you. Uh, (laughs) um, They're saying that the British Grand Prix, there's still some hope for it to go ahead um, with, you know. But I, I can't say I it. I the
0: can't. UK is not in a good shape.
2: No, but t- and particularly if your own. But own that's prime where mini- all the teams are. I know, no, I and know. particularly if your own prime minister contracted the virus and almost. Yes, died so he from can
1: it. wave the flag because he's, uh, he's got the anybody. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, the, the fun thing about, you know, I've always loved the F1 games every year. But I've never really done anything more than try and set fast times at Albert Park and quickly run through a career mode mm. and, and kind of that was it. Mm. Whereas I, I reckon I have cut more laps of Zandvoort in the last week than I have of any track in, in years. Just because it's so much fun to learn a new track and to see a new track. And Hanoi is exactly the same. It's just... It's weird. I haven't showed you Hanoi, but you know, it's basically a combination of Baku and, and um, Singapore. It's like a you know, walled mm. street circuit with some long straights and some nice twisty bits. It's a really interesting track. It's going to be fascinating that I think the game comes out July 10. We're probably going to have an F1 2020 game before we have F1 in 2020. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen that happen before. And it's Well normally it's normally out really late like August, September and they yeah. brought it forward because, you know, it's a smart thing to do, but it's actually going to end up being potentially before the bloody actual Formula 1. It,
0: it from my I only had a few laps. You guys had a, f- a few more than me, but it, there are some great like great corners and stuff yeah. in there. Yeah.
1: Some really tight hairpins, banked uh and then some long kind of Full throttle twists and very oh. flowing. Th- those, yeah. those, there's those going to be like the the a lot of, of lines.
0: Well, the, and the best part about it is, I, I thought I saw at least three or four spots where you could overtake.
1: Yes, yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of lines into and out of corners um, that
2: will be advantageous and disadvantageous in, in terms of creating good racing. And at the same time, you've actually got a few interesting corners that have elements of like. Uh, Montreal, or mm. you know, and even the banking, you know, the, the banking is great. really good. Yeah. I reckon there'll be two lines through there as well. Yeah, yeah I agree. hairpins.
1: I reckon there'll be two lines. I reckon. He, I reckon Max is already practicing doing <laughs> how he how he goes fast with it with by, by keeping a car with to the curb
2: uh, on some of those hairpins. It examples. probably might help him as well that he probably has an unfair advantage that he's probably raced there prior to Formula One coming oh, back. Totally, so. but you know, it's it's going to be a bit different because they've they've redone it a fair bit. But and the other thing is too, they haven't raced a Formula 1 Grand Prix there, since 1985. So that's been like 35 years. Th- that's if it does go ahead, of course. <laughs> but it's 35 years, and Zandvoort back then, uh, very much a sand dune kind of area. That's why it's called Zandvoort. Because so, uh, if you notice, there's actually some sand patches on the grass so uh, you, you don't want to go off the track and get stuck in some of that mm-hmm. sand so uh, it's yeah. going to be well, very having
1: watched you drive there a bit I can guarantee <laughs> you. the good news is in the F1 2020 there's a casual mode where when you go off it, when you go off it just puts you back on the track yeah, and stuff. yeah.
2: Okay. no but I got, mes- I got <laughs> myself back on the track <laughs> you did find your groove I did and I you did to find to your groove I love know. the track
0: it I think it's going to be great it took you about 26 laps to, to get uh, a clean yeah, one yeah yeah yeah
1: easy <laughs> it was still 8-9 seconds behind <laughs> me so Actually, no I got you about
2: 3 seconds off the best time that you well, did. Without so.
1: completing a lap, though, you still still spun uh. on, the, on the banking. And the other, the other thing
0: that Trev's leaving out is that best time lap there was actually his yeah. son.
1: <laughs> there is no guarantee that it's not his, actually, because he doesn't have his own login, so it could well be Jackson. But anyway, shit happens. Um, I, I uh, Last thing, prediction for what month we see Formula One racing in 2020? Mm. Connor? July
2: or August. Pick That's a fucking month, mate. Sorry? Pick a month. July. I say end of August. Wow! And your reasons for August?
0: Just uh, so the main thing is for me is the optics of the testing. So I think they need to make sure that everyone in the the areas that they're going can get adequate testing um, whenever they want. Mm. So that if it doesn't look like F one's been given all this preferential treatment, because right, we've actually
1: all, got a we've got a good here. You know, anyone can yeah, get tested exactly. here, but some countries
0: don't, do they? So all the mm. countries they go to, they need to have. Testing widely available to everyone there before yes. F one can go. Otherwise, that just looks so bad.
1: You can't if have you're Lewis, like, Lewis can, getting tested every every day, because no. that's the kind of thing that's going to happen. Exactly. So until August, you're right. So but hang on, August, September. Oh, how far? Did the t- when, when does the season end? December. The fe- well, the season officially should have been ending in December. Oh, but in your world, if it starts in August,
0: uh, yeah, well, August,
1: I, September, October, mm, November, four months. I reckon it. I reckon
0: it might eight races. Uh, yeah. Look, it's. Because if they're all going to be in the cont- like the Europe, it, it means travel isn't. They don't have to worry about travel to other continents, arranging all that. Yeah. But the other thing is, do they do they just do they push it some races past Christmas even because there's no way mm. that they're not they're going to get well to the especially Australian because tr- they're not going to do any races in March. They've overseas. had a
1: shutdown already. They can have another shutdown if they wanted yeah. to for for a winter break or a summer break as they call it, whatever. Um, they they also. Frankly, don't need development time because we're we're essentially running same the same car. cars into next year. It's just a, it's just ongoing development, mm. so the break doesn't need to be as long
2: over our Christmas. Probably about a two or three week break if you wanted a summer break technically. Mm. So, but so it, have but a, have it, you know. a break
1: again, but then have a short break in between seasons of like two months instead of three or four. Yeah. So you think actually run it from August to essentially January? Maybe.
0: All but right. there's. But until, but my big thing, yeah, it comes back to: there's no way that if I was F1 to be running it before those countries yeah. can do testing. No, you're right.
1: You're spot on. If 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 Italy Italy can't host a Grand Prix unless every one of their citizens is able to just rock up and get a test. Correct. I it's can't. If, I point.
2: can't even see the Italian Grand Prix going ahead this year. Okay. It was a bad example. You're right. Yeah,
1: but that's mate. Britain's worse. I know. So you know. Uh, anyway, I I was gonna say July, but I'm I'm now with you, Harry. I just mm. think yeah, you're
2: right. I'm starting to think. Yeah, started a little Jeez, bit more you sway. did well
1: to convince us both. Yeah. Oh, look, Bloody hell. Well, well researched. <laughs> <laughs> Something that's never been said about me. <laughs> um, well, I don't know when we'll be back, but we'll come back when there's another driver change. <laughs> oh, hopefully next week. We'll come back regularly. Um,
2: well, but that also, Formula One, we should mention Formula One, um, w- a couple of things. Firstly, Williams. Now, I wanted to mention this before. Oh, yeah, they're fucked. They're <laughs> fucked in a big way. So they took out, Claire Williams took out the, for the team, a fifty million pound loan mm. and for security, their entire infantry of their racing history. Yeah, their historical collection. Yeah, which is which is nuts. Do you reckon she told Frank? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but, but, so, so basically, their staff is furloughed. Their executives have uh, they've had their pays cut. Other streams of income have been exhausted. They've now been forced to take out a loan, courtesy of the father of rookie driver Nicholas Latifi. But so this is also,
1: you know, why the sport needed to change in what was going yeah. to be twenty twenty one. You know, it was just it's just stupid money. Hmm. I saw a story today of the McLaren are in the market for new financing. Like, you know, there's. Business is and not good, and McLaren's in the world. got a
0: successful road car business, and they still can't prop it up.
1: Yeah, uh, but that's you know it's it's not enough to prop. It's like a rugby league club saying that their league's clubs enough to you know other than maybe Souths to no. to prop up uh, the 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 cost of d- playing rugby league. It's just not the case. No. So I don't know. Yeah, McLaren have got you know they don't have money woes, but you know, it's not as easy for them as it is for bloody Mercedes and even Renault because they're state backed. So financially. As you said about Hass earlier, mate, it's critical that that none of these teams disappear. Otherwise, the sport will look like it's failed to support these teams in this crisis. Don't you reckon? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Look, the I'm keen for the potential for another team if those the the uh, the spending goes down, hmm. um, which could be good as well. But yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, it's funny when you look at. Again, the supercars is a good example. They've, they've just been throwing cars onto the grid. Oh, you yeah. want to race, do you? Just throw them on And it looks great to have more cars look, on the grid. IndyCar does the same. Really?
0: And I think IndyCar's budget is only like $6 million USD a year or something like that. It's, well, that's it, it helps
1: it. to have a
2: basically a control chassis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. pretty much, yeah. yeah. You look at supercars, just off topic, like this morning, like tr- 23 Red Racing, they're looking like they're going to be shutting down altogether because of the, the pandemic, So, yeah, right. which is not, not good for the sport, given that... You know, they're in a situation where their TV deal ends at the end of the year. They, mm. Channel 10's about to yeah, walk away. Foxes, yeah, they're, Fox they're no hemorrhaging money. money like left, right and centre. Mm. It's a pretty fuck situation.
1: Well, let's just hope Liberty Media have got deep pockets and good plans because the old moustache man, Chase Carey, this is his <laughs> moment. Yeah. You know, it's it's every sporting executive's moment, you know. Peter Valandis is being lauded as the genius for bringing NRL back. Mate, Chase Carey, if he can't bring all the teams back, if he can't put on a successful season whenever it is... Then,
2: mate, the, they'll the confidence in him will be lost overnight. Absolutely, it'll be massive. Yeah, I man, yeah. it'll be proven that there will be no Bernie Eccleston anytime soon. So. Yeah. Is that a good? I think that's a good thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I'm glad Bernie's gone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think Bernie <laughs> well, had his time in the sun, and sometimes I just think Bernie just go away. Well, yes. I think Bernie's
0: still meddling with old Sebastian Vettel there. Don't you worry? Yeah, I know. That's according, an interesting. According story. to Mark Webber, according to Webber,
1: yes.
2: <laughs> is that worrying though that Seb is you know been? It
1: worries me that Seb would listen to Bernie.
2: Yes, and the fact that he's about to become
1: a dad again. That's just disgusting. <laughs> Connor, you've just ruined the <laughs> whole so mate. Oh I'm sorry. That's, th- that's how you know we're gonna end this episode. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Thanks for listening.